You are tuned into the Homos Talk show on Verse TV. It's your boy Rocky, the Chicago author. I'm Blair, bringing his eat from the day. I'm Rezzy, your favorite bartender slash actor. Hey, I'm Aaron Mack. I just ate a lifesaver. Bring the big D energy from Detroit, baby. <laughs> Chicago all of my life. I was on the South Side. But now I'm West Side. Hey everybody, it's your boy Rocky from uh, the Chicago Author, and you are tuned in to the Homos Talk Show on Verse TV. Hey, I'm standing in for my boy Troy. Y'all know he, this is his usual spot, you know, with me being a new host, I really don't do this, but hey, you know, hey Troy, I'm tuning in for you. Hey, turn up at ATL. It's your birthday week. Hey, it's your birthday friend, as you have in your video. Um, so, everybody, you know me. Rocky, the Chicago author, coming from Chicago, okay? Um, so who do we have in the house tonight? I'm Aaron, and I didn't get to think of anything to say other than I'm super cool. All right, all right, all right, Aaron. So who else we got in the house tonight? Sure, we got Blair from the D, bringing a big D energy from Detroit. What's up, y'all? Scorpio energy. Scorpio energy. Happy birthday. Up for up. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Blair. And who else we got in the house tonight? What's up, everybody? This is Rezzy, your favorite bartender from Chicago, West Boy. <laughs> all right, all right. I see y'all want to show out today. Okay, okay. So, all righty. Uh, where is everybody from? Everybody know that I'm from Chicago. Where y'all from? I'm in Baltimore right now, but I will be moving to the Midwest to join y'all. I'll be in the Ohio side. Come Cleveland on, be more area. Ohio. All right, all right, all right, all right. So where are we uh, 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 where are we from? Where are we from? Well, you can't bring the big, the big D energy and not be from the big D. I'm from Detroit, baby. Three one three West Side of D. Schoolcraft Greenfield, all prep. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, Rez, where you from? Where you from, Rez? I mean, the best city in the United States, Chicago, West Side. I mean, I'm originally from the South Side, but I'm on the West Side now. So, West Boys. Okay, come hey, on. West Side. Hey. Bring me some of that pizza and that uh, Italian beef sandwich and that uh, Maxwell Polishes. Okay. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, we are going into the topics today. All Aaron. right. So our first topic of the day of the homos tea is Biles versus one million moms. Biles is taking on one million moms all by herself. So. Good Simone Biles, Olympic gold medalist, Simone Biles, did a fun Uber Eats commercial with gender non-binary man, Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. And on that, one million moms wrote in response to it because, you know, they have to show their love by showing their hate. Yep. They said, instead of making audiences lose their appetite by glamorizing a LGBTQ lifestyle, Uber Eats should focus on what it does and remain neutral in controversial issues. Now, after reading the above quote from One Million Moms, Aaron has three questions. Of the three questions, my first question that I will pose to everybody, starting with myself, who does have the right to take on controversial issues? Now, 
I love it when people say stuff like they they should just focus on what they do and just deliver food. Uber Eats, their food delivery. Because in my mind, that takes me back to when Colin Kaepernick took a knee in the whole NFL thing. And they were like, he should just focus on what he does and just focus on running that football. No, this is America. And that's what it's built on. Like we as citizens in this free country have the right to give our opinions. If your opinion differs, then it differs, but we have the right to give our opinion. I'm gonna go to Rezzy next. You know, personally with that whole thing, I mean, you know, ever since the whole LGBT legalization and more and more companies are starting to become more friendly towards our culture and whatnot, you know, a lot of people just have a old school type of mindset, you know, where it shouldn't be displayed, it shouldn't be displayed, you know, and personally, I don't want to say the F word, <laughs> but screw them, you know, my whole thing is why shouldn't companies become more friendly towards the LGBT community, you know, so Shout out to Simone Biles for, for standing up for us, man, because we ain't going nowhere, baby, so. And she said she would do it again, yes. Now that's a lot of my, you know what? I'm not even gonna say that. This is gonna move things on to Blair. <laughs> what do you have to say? I think, I mean, gold medal gymnasts or not, what people need to understand is no matter what your profession is, behind the profession, when you go into work every day, you're a person. So you need to, people need to remember that off rip. And I mean, people know people and you can't fault Simone for being a good person. Um, I just feel like I really, res I really respect her for doing this. Um, just off rip, I definitely respect her. Um, and th then the fact that she said that I'll do it again. Like it's, there's gay people fucking everywhere. We're everywhere. And no matter if they want us to say it or not, we've been in commercials before. It's not the first time. It's just now with her doing it and her being who she is, there, who's to say that there wasn't like another person, another athlete in a commercial with a gay person? You don't know. But I love the fact that she, that they make it known that, you know, that he is, was it uh, gender non-binary? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, like definitely kudos to her. People are fucking people before professions. Rocky. I just say that people need to mind their own business and let people be happy and do what they want to do. I mean, everybody in their own community have the right to have their own representation and what the fuck they want it to be and what they want to do with their life. You can choose to turn off the TV or not watch whatever, you know what I mean? People just be so invested to tell people how to not be and how to live your life and what they don't support is not for you then. And if it's not for you, mind your motherfucking business. Now, look, that's how you do it, Rez. Mind your motherfucking business. That's and hard. everybody will be fucking happy. Okay? If it's not for you, I mean, shit. If you gave me tea and coffee, and I'm not a coffee drinker, at the end of the day, I'm not gonna be like, okay, you know, let me drink this coffee and be like, Ugh, and complain about it because I know I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drink the coffee. I'm gonna drink the tea because at the end of the day, I know that's for me. It's not for you, so mind your fucking business and move the fuck on. That's what people need to start doing. You know what I mean? Like, we're not sitting there telling the Christian people how. You know what I mean? I, I believe in God, <clears throat> but I'm not gonna tell people how to live their life and what they shouldn't do and you know, how to represent themselves or whatnot. Let people live. That's the problem with people. They don't let people mm -hmm. live. 
Life is All short. Right. Why why live your life trying to please other people? But All right. And the second question that I have, and I'll go in same order. What should closed-minded people and groups do if they refuse to move forward with progress, affirmation, and love? What should they do? Now, what I think is, as I was putting this together, part of me was like, they should just go onto an island all by themselves. Just, not an island because it's enough people. They should find a, a country by themselves. But I realize, you know what? Even if they create this temporarily utopian society filled with nothing but heterosexuals and they make sure that on their TV they don't show any homosexuality or anything like that. In a 50 to 100 years, they'll be back in the same place because homosexuality is a natural thing. It's not just something people are choosing because we saw it on TV, you know? So what should they do? I People who choose not to progress, I think that they should progress and that's what they should do. Rezzy, I'm going to you again. They should kick rocks and find them some goddamn business, and that's all. Give it to them. Give it to them. That part. All right, Blair. First off, I'm a piggyback off of Rezzy. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I just feel like you can't live and not know that you are not the only type of person that lives like other shit is alive and it's been alive we are here they are there shit other than us is here like just open up your fucking eyes and realize the world around you it's not just it's not a small thing like there's so many different fucking categories and just subsections of people Learn to learn the people. Learn that. It's not hard. Do that. Do that very thing. Rocky. <laughs> Kiss my black ass. <laughs> I'm going to be my own person. Fuck what you think. Let people live. That's the problem. Why stress out about how the next person lived? their life. If everybody mind their business, this world would be a better place. Period. Heavy on the eyes. You done scared Aaron. You done scared him. He done dropped drop the phone. Look at him. I know, right? I apologize. <laughs> well, I, I, I can still ask the next question while I get this together. And the last question is, should they just continue to fight? Now, if that's what's on their heart, that's what different people having different opinions, different perspectives is all about. If it's on their heart to be like, I'm just going to be this a-hole who just refuses to accept this thing all the way up until the end, that's the fight they choose to fight. I, I, I don't agree. And I, I think it can be especially difficult if they have a child who is of the thing that they are fighting. I don't know. I ask these questions because I don't have all the answers. So I'm going to continue with Rezzy. Why? So when you say what she is they, they? Huh? are you talking about the company or are you talking about the organization or both? A million moms. Should they continue to fight against LGBT? 
I mean, at the end of the day, everyone has free speech and everyone has, has the right to feel how, how they feel. Just like Uber Eats and Simone Biles and Jonathan and Rocky and Aaron and Blair and me, we have our personal beliefs about the matter. Mm-hmm. But like I stated before, if they don't like it, they can go kick rocks and find them some beer. All right, now, Blair. I definitely say, like, I agree. You Like, you have your right to speak your truth and speak what you believe in. That's your right. But you also have the right to take that L in knowing that you're fucking wrong. Like, I mean, ain't no knowledge like no knowledge. So if you want to stay ignorant, then stay ignorant. Voice your ignorant-ass opinion. But just know that for you speaking that ignorance, there are hundreds and thousands and millions of fucking people that feel the complete fucking opposite. And we're going to voice our opinions too. Let me say that, that I love also in the article how Simone Biles was like, I don't care if 10, if 10 million people were against me. And I realized that she was punning on the fact that it's called One Million Moms. And she's like, I don't care if it's 10 million. Anyway, Robert, period. Period. <laughs> Thank you. Period. So, um, I really believe that, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it can't be no fight if, I mean, the other people just don't give a fuck. You know, people can't fight by themselves. You know, so if you if the if the LGBT just continue not to give a fuck then and just continue to piss them off, then I mean eventually I mean they would eventually give up the fight when I would think. Hmm. Okay. Next topic. So the next topic is um so th- coming from rollingout.com, okay. Uh, Beyonce explains why she's pulling back from music. She did not call mm. it a retirement, which is a uh, you know c- cliche word for I will return with new music in about one year. Hence, like Jay Z and them, you know. Um, Aaron says he remembers B in her twenties saying that she was working extra hard so she could retire at her thirties. Now she is thirty nine. Okay. Aaron feels that she has more than earned earned this time. Um, name anyone you would like to step up to Beyonce's level and why. What makes them special in your eyes? So I will start off. Um, I'm going to try to say this without trying to offend the behinds. Behind. Behind. Mm. <laughs> I'm not on the Beyonce train. I love Destiny Child, though. Um, we know. There's two, there's two people I would love to see in what, what because I believe they have it in them. Kelly Rowland is dope as fuck, and people sleep on her all the damn time. I just think that she needs to fight harder and push harder. And I don't give a damn what anybody say. Brandy, if, you, if she working with Frank Gatson, with her performances and stuff. I think that if she just keep on like being consistent and work with the right type of producers, get the right type <clears> of promotion, <throat> the right type of team, she can be there because the she can sing, she can still sing, she still got it. It's just the thing is, you know, I really think it's a confidence level. I really think it's a personal confidence level with Brandy, where she's just like, she wants to be, she's like, oh, I'm okay, and this and that, whatever, I'm all right. But it's just like, I believe that she has it. You know, I, so for me, it would be between Kelly Rowland and uh, Brandy. Um, so, uh, Aaron, what do you, what do you think? All right. Now, I was going to say Brandy as well. And I, I don't want to say that you took Brandy from me, but I, I would love Brandy to step up. Now, I will, because quiet as it's kept, back in the 90s when I was a kid, 
Brandy was where Beyonce is now. A little, no, I'm not quite the same level. Beyonce is like a whole new level. I love Beyonce. You know, I'm homosexual. Of course I do. But Brandy, I, I, I would love to see Brandy step up. Now, something that I would love, love, love is because everybody tries to be the next Beyonce now. And initially, everybody was trying to be the next Aaliyah. But the three late millennial vocalists that I love, i.e. the three 90s babies vocalists that I love because they can sing, they just don't always do it because popular music doesn't call for it. But Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, yeah. and uh, I know her name. It doesn't. Tiffany Evans, Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, Tiffany Evans. Those oh. three women can sing their butts off. They can. I've heard them. I actually bought Tiffany Evans' debut album. So I remember when she was belting back then before her articulation, like her belting style was a little bit interesting. But she worked with it and now she's grown past it. But Tiffany Evans can belt. Miley Cyrus can belt. Ariana Grande can belt. And I believe if the three of them were at the top, they wouldn't do what they're doing now. Like they would show, they would make music showing that they know how to belt diva stuff. And maybe that's just because I'm an early 80s baby. I can't help it. 1983, I love the good belting divas. Anyway, mm -hmm. but those are my three. Okay, oh, okay. Also, Everybody... I would give honorable mention to Jennifer Hudson. I think that it's unfortunate, but her time... I, I, I think Jennifer Hudson is one of the great talents of our generation that we slept on, just because. And she dope, and she from Chicago. Period. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. All right, all right, Aaron. We we, we like we like Ariane Grande. I never thought you would pick Tiffany Evans. I was just like, she's dope. I mean, I loved her when she was doing promise or whatnot. I'm like, okay, come on, she needs right. more songs like that. You know what I mean? I was watching the video the other day. Um, so Blair, who would you uh pick to be like the next person to step up like Beyonce level? Why and what and what makes them special to you? Okay, so I'm going to say this. I feel like the main reason, because we'll piggybacking off of both of y'all's things, like the people that you picked are mad fucking dope. Like, without a doubt. We know we can hear that. We can see that. But we can't ignore that. Even like Beyonce's dad has said, colorism exists. Mm -hmm. So, like those people that you name as dope as they are and people before them and before them and before them, they can be doper. You can be doper than Beyonce, but God forbid, if you have a skin shade that's like mine, you not, no, you can be a Brandy, but you can't be a Beyonce. And it, it, that's fucked up and that's sad to say, but what if, if that was not, a characteristic, if that wasn't a trait, I would definitely number one, my homegirl, my, my Detroit mosaic homegirl, I hope you're watching girl, Ryan Destiny. Yes! Uh, I she's love dope. Ain't she? She's fucking, she's gorgeous singing, acting, dancing, all of that. And, I mean, she's more than just a triple threat. I would also love love to see like 
on the throne where she deserves. I want to see Kiki Palmer eat. I want to see her eat like up there because there's not a lot of people. People talk mad cash shit about her. Like, oh, she doing this and she doing that. Why she can't just pick nothing? She got to do a little bit of everything to satisfy everybody because there's nothing that she can really do like off rip that's going that you're going to say like, OK, well, she eats. I see it. Ryan, Kiki. And then Normani. Like, Normani is dope. I wish they would. Normani on. I can't give up for it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Coco Jones. Sorry, Coco Jones. Definitely Coco. That's a beastly motherfucker right there. If they would allow her, Coco's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So why why you think they they're they're special in your eyes? What what makes them special? Because they all have so much star power and beauty and potential, and. If they would have the same opportunities, because they don't, like, I wish to God that they did. If they was to be offered the same opportunities as their lessers, like a light-skinned or racially ambiguous counterpart, they would fucking eat. <laughs> eat. I agree. So with all that said, give the chocolate girls a chance because they dope. <laughs> give, the chocolate girls, yeah. give the chocolate girls a chance. Give us, some. give us some. Give us some. <laughs> Period. All right, Rez. What's what what's 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 going on? What what you thinking? I see you making them faces. You look, you ready. You ready. Who you who you got in mind? <laughs> okay. So when I think of Beyonce, okay, I am a Beehive member. I've been a Beehive member since B-Day. I ain't gonna lie. So, what's up? So, here's the thing with me. As far as the retirement with Beyonce thing, I, you know, I read the interview with Vogue, with Vogue and whatnot. And honestly, to me, the only artist that I can really see who can, like, following her foot footsteps as far as like star power, dance, concerts, all of that would be Normani. Simply because of the fact that Normani has damn near the look. She has she has the dancing down pack. Like if you seen the video, I'm gonna break you up, baby. I was like, was. that's Beyonce Jr. right there. So I will pick her simply because if she gets the right team who is willing to invest in her, who is willing to give her her own layout as far as how she can go forward, Normani will be the next Beyonce in my opinion. That's my number one pick. My second pick would be Ariana Grande simply because although Ariana Grande has her own star power, in addition to the look and whatnot, the only thing she lacks, and I'm saying this as an Ariana Grande fan, if she wants to get up to Beyonce's level as far as the star power, the dancing and everything, she needs to learn how to dance. The vocals are there. The concerts, I've been to two of her concerts. Fucking love them. I love her stage design. I love all of it. But it's just her performances just lack the dancing, similar to how Beyonce does it. But then again, when we're thinking of those type of things, we have to remember, Beyonce is an entertainer. So when you go to a Beyonce concert, you're going to get entertained. Ariana Grande, she is a singer who's trying to be an entertainer, but she lacks some of the things that Beyonce brings to her concerts to entertain. Now, Normani, once again, if she gets the right team involved with her who can give her hit, hit singles and 
and stay consistent and be like, look, we're going to teach you how to do A, B, C, and D. That would be the next B Beyonce, in my opinion. That would be the next Beyonce. She got the look. She got the body. She got the vocals. And she got the moves. Bring it. You better come on with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So we got some Normani fans and some Brandy fans and whatnot. But, you know, it looks like everybody's pro-chocolate, girl. So give the chocolate melanated beauties, the queens, the chances. Okay, we got Beyonce and we got Rihanna, but we need the chocolate queens to be doing the damn thing. Can, can yeah. I say something? Can I say something? Go ahead. I, I didn't think that we would speak that way about it, but I hate to say that we go through cycles but light-skinned women exclusively being the only thing, that's a relatively new thing. Like back in the day, Brandy, yes, Brandy is dark chocolate. And before Brandy, Whitney Houston, um, Regina Bell, Anita Baker, all of those people, dark brown chocolate women. And Whitney Houston married a beautiful Dark chocolate man in Bobby Brown. I'm sorry. I don't know if Bobby Brown is beautiful because he looked like he got dancing mouth. I don't know about that. I don't know enough about it to even uh, allow it to continue. Maybe in his <laughs> younger days, but not today. He was fine. I agree. He's still fine, even as a thick old man. I love it. But anyway, it's also my understanding he's very much not in favor of the LGBT community, but whatever. But all of that to say, the whole light skin is the only way for a woman to make it, that's a new thing. That's a new thing. Like after Beyonce kind of new thing. You know? Well, I, and I, I, I disagree. I, 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 here's my personal belief. And I think because I also look at, when we look at Dream Girls, Jennifer Hudson had the voice, but they picked like how they did Diana Ross. Diana Ross was pretty, but when you think about it, Diana Ross really don't have that belt and voice. She, she never did. She was pretty. But can I say something about that? Go but Mary Wilson did. The dark skin one? Uh, Mary Wilson, well, fine at her fine chocolate. Sorry. Well, let me just say this because I am a Diana Ross fan, the Supreme fan. Yes, my gay, oh, yes, my yes, gay yes, young yes. ass is a Diana Ross and the Supreme fan. But yes. as far as the Diana Ross and the Supreme scenario, what you have to remember is that back in the 60s, there wasn't really a lot of girl groups that were very soulful. So what Motown had to do really was pretty much bring, because because I totally agree with what everyone is saying. If Florence would have if Florence would have been lead of the Supreme, baby, vocals for days. I would never take that away from her. However, it's just the thing with that with Motown back in the sixties. You really did not have you know for girl groups. You rarely had soulful lead singers. You always had the whole fatigue, body moving, pretty face girl. So of course Diana Ross fits the category simply because of the fact that she was thin, she was pretty face, although she was cockeyed and bug eyed. Sorry, right, right. Lover. But in the same token, she had the look, she had the moves, and guess what? She had the voice, but it wasn't as powerful as Florence or Mary. But 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 of course you have to put the pretty the pretty girl in the front and leave the heavy girl slash the vocalist in the back. Can I chime in? Go ahead, baby. Okay. So with that being said, <clears throat> okay, we're we're gonna go back to the Supremes because with the Supremes, the way that I see it. With the 60s, the way that the 60s fashion was, like you had Twiggy and everything like that, so Thin was in. So Mm -hmm. Diana was instantly that it girl. Florence had the voice and she was thick as shit. And then Mary 
was like the Kelly Rowland. She was chocolate. She she had a dope ass fucking voice, and she was and she pink. was just like in the middle. She was like body wise at least, like mm-hmm. she was like literally Kelly. But then think again. Think about you know what was it probably about ten years ago when they had like Rihanna, Amory, and Tierra Marie. Mm-hmm. When they when they had that daily going on. Now at the time, A Marie and Tierra Marie were were and still are much higher vocalists than Rihanna. But mm-hmm. Rihanna offers something different. But I, I just I don't feel like the chocolate girls should have a step down because like I mean they was built for this shit. Like Normani, like when Normani was in her group, you didn't know that Normani was like Normani, Normani, unless you really paid attention because they didn't give her that type of shine. Like, and like I said, colorism definitely exists the same way that you wouldn't know that Kelly Rowland is fucking Kelly Rowland. Like, like she might not be as huge here in the states as she was in like Europe or whatever, but she oh, had baby, a she was huge. whole era, like mm-hmm. a whole dance era. Mm-hmm. Like y'all mm-hmm. gotta. It's just the states. Like we gotta really start accepting that. You know, we don't have to come. You don't have to be racially ambiguous to come with talent or beauty like we fuck it up in every shade first off but don't shade our shades don't Mm. shade our shades yeah because we will serve it to you every each and every way around from lightest from fucking mulatto to lupita we will fucking eat but we all need a opportunity to do so agree Yes, Kenya. Finally, <laughs> I, I was gonna spend some time in Nairobi, and I may still do it one day. But yeah. So the next topic, you guys. So there's um on. I was gonna uh, say something. I forgot. But go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh. Go ahead. No, I, I, y'all, I don't, yeah, I don't know why an unknown error occurred. Stupid. Anyway. Oh, it ran out of internet. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, you guys, um, there was a picture posted, uh, it's, it's, it's called from a, F, a Facebook friend, okay? So there was a picture posted, uh, and, it's, and it reads, the sex on the first date killed the chances of having a, rela- uh, having a relationship. And the person comments, not for me. Okay. So does sex on the first date kill the chances of having a relationship? Uh, maybe... Yeah, I, I guess it's like I always say on the show, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> different strokes for different folks because I mean I don't know. I, I guess because with me being a Sagittarius, I'm more open minded about stuff. So I'm just like, you know, if you have that vibe, then you have that vibe, and then sometimes if you don't, you know what I mean. You, sometimes you gotta take it back, get to know the person. Um, but it could, you know, because then your relationship does be based on sex sometimes and, and, and whatnot, you know, talking about personal experience at times kind of make some fuck ups. Okay. Get, don't act like y'all innocent. So fuck y'all. We <laughs> all have baby. Ain't no <laughs> time. Be judging, we all have. Look, don't act like First y'all off. not innocent. Come on. With a life of jacked and grinder and all this other stuff. Don't fucking act like y'all ain't had fucking sex with that partner. And they end up trying to make a relationship out of that shit. So don't be acting like I'm the only one in this motherfucker. Okay. So, with that being said, with my ignorant ass, uh, Aaron, 
the sex on the first day killed the chances of having a relationship? Talk to me. You know, it's so funny. And I... Back in my thought days, when I was in college, my college thought days, age 19 to 23, I used to always tell myself that, oh, if I do a, this is going to be really explicit, you guys, I'm sorry, but I used to tell myself, if I did a really good job sucking off a guy, then he would stay and he would love me and we would be together. Just like Rick Astley, together forever. Together forever and ever, Tupac. But it didn't work out that way for me. However, years later, when I was like 29, maybe 30, I came across this guy who on his Instagram, he was like, oh, you know, I, I'm wondering if I should give up sex to my boyfriend. But I don't know, maybe I should wait. Now that was at the, that was during my prude days. And I was approved from age 23 to 32 and didn't have sex with anybody. And I was like, oh no, well, Imagine how wonderful the sex would be if you waited and waited until you all were in a wonderful relationship and you were sitting by the fireplace on a camping trip somewhere in a cabin and he hugged you and was like, hey, let's have sex. And you all agreed to have sex and imagine how beautiful it would be. And somebody came in my Instagram post and was like, I hate people like you. People like you who insist on waiting to have sex. My boyfriend and I had sex on the very first night and here we are still together seven years later. And I was like, oh, wow. And what he added that really hit home for me he was like, I bet you've never been in a relationship that lasted even one year. Didn't know me from uh, Adam, as they say. Didn't know me from the man on the moon, but he was right. And I was like, oh, wow. So I guess some people can have sex on the first night and make it work. Sound like he was projecting his own issues on you, though. That's what it sounded like to me. Because no, my man. Business... <laughs> no but he was in a he was in a relationship that lasted seven years. But that's he, he made it yeah. work. He 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 pulled out what he had to pull out, but that's not for everybody. You it's know, like for, for me, I've been in relationships where are they relationships or are they flings? Let's 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 be honest with that. Because sometimes <laughs> I don't last long. Y'all, y'all okay. know the street. It don't last long sometimes. And you know, I've started off with sex with some people. I'm like, ooh, and I like their vibe, and we like the same music. Da, 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 da. And you start fantasizing. I'm I'm a hopeless romantic. One of my friends recently just told me I put the hopeless in romantic. He cussed me out and talked to me, read my life. Okay, but. I have my mind that, oh, my God, I can make this person to be this way and whatever. And then when they show you who they really are, it's just like, oh, this is not mixing. Because I'm a certain person where it's like, I like my shit the way I like my shit. I like shit to be done a certain way. Maybe that's the reason why I'm, I've said it before. Maybe that's the reason why I'm not in a relationship right now. But, you know, and also because I got a strong personality. I, I got tired of dealing with the same shit. So, I mean, my mouth. Which people say my temper, my mouth <laughs> got his, made people just be like, uh-uh. Yep. And I'm like, fine, goodbye. Anyways. Uh, so, with that being said, enough about myself. Blair! Yes. Does. So, look, to the that, first. I say this. Okay. Definitely, like, I don't... Sis, if you want to fuck him on the first night, do that very thing. Because I will tell you this much. 
it will tell you a shit ton about what the fuck you about to get into. Like, uh, if this, like, if you want to fuck him, first off, if you want to fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. But, um, just fuck. I also think that you learn a lot. Like, I feel as though that you learn a lot from fucking somebody that you're not really on that tip with because there's expectation here that starts here. Like, we're not even in a relationship, but we fucking here. And if it's passionate, if it's good, then it can get there. But, but if you fucking him and it's sour here, like you can either you can jump ship. You can get the fuck out the way. You can get the fuck out the way right then. No, 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 no. You mean sour like sour boy pussy or sour dick? Is it sour sour sour? If the dick ain't giving you what you need, I'm speaking from I'm speaking for a friend. I'm the friend. But you know, if 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 you're not getting what you need at that moment. If, if you peep it, like he just, if y'all not, y'all bodies not mixing in harmony off rip, like, no matter how good the vibe is, like, once you do that, or like, not even just full on fucking, like, if the shit ain't right, and you got to think about like, okay, well, now I got to teach him. And, uh, that kind of that fucks up the flow <laughs> for me at least just you know I say fuck them on the first date find out what you're getting yourself into find out what you're getting yourself into and then um, see if it's worth it to go in you don't know if you gotta be a teacher unless you see what the class is working with Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, blah, 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 blah. I like that. So go ahead, Rez. Go ahead. Let us have it. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> and it's funny, Aaron was talking about college because how he was approved after college. So the thing with me and Rocky, you kind of know me because we go way back. So, you know, I was the innocent, oh, I don't do that. I want to wait three months to see. I was that person. I was that teenager slash young adult. I'm not going to bullshit you. That was just me. So here's the thing. When I was dating back in college or, hell, senior year of high school and whatnot, I used to always be that, oh, no, I don't do the first date having sex thing. I think that should be romantic and we should be, you know, setting the mood and this and that, you know, and honestly, at 29 years old now, I'm like, at the end of the day, we're both grown. We both have the decision to say, look, if we want to have sex, we want to have sex. If, you know, and hey, if we decide to go forward with us being serious, then so be it. You know, and my whole thing is, personally to me, I don't see nothing wrong with having sex on the first date, if anything. I feel like results vary with people. You know, Rocky may want to have sex on the first date to see what the fuck he's getting himself into, whereas Blair may be like, oh, no, it's a three-date minimum. But Aaron may, may be like, shit. I don't matter. Three dates, four date, one date, one 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 hour man minimum. I don't get give a goddamn. You know, it. I say all of that to say it depends on the type of person both parties are. Because the one thing that I have learned is sex, sex is a very powerful weapon. And I'm gonna say that again for the folks all the way in the back. Sex, say it again. Look in the camera. Let me look in the camera. Sex is a very powerful weapon. Mm, okay. Here. And listen to what he said when he said. And a lot of people abuse that powerful weapon for the wrong reasons. 
because one because like I say again, I was a helpless role romantic growing up. I was the no, I wanted to be special. I want us to be on a balcony or oh, I want us to be in a hotel room or oh I wanna set the mood with candles and spinning pillows and all types of stuff. But at the same time, I was also that person who knew that at the end of the day, I knew how I get when it came to sex. Like, like, man, look, the moment I let you hit it, sorry if I'm going to become too graphic for the viewers, but it's like the moment I let you hit, oh, we're in love. He loves me now. He really does. It's like, no, nigga, I just got my nut and went the fuck home. You know? So... Again, it depends on both parties because if you have that one party who was like me where it was like, oh, I'm a hopeless romantic. So if we have sex, we're in love. We're going to have, you know, we're going to get married and have dogs and buy a house and call it a day. But if you're also like, well, shit, I'm just trying trying to fuck shorty. So what's up? You know, it's not going to work out. So the moral of the story is communicate before y'all start yeah 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 having up y'all sugar walls and sugar pipes. How you doing? I definitely sugar walls and sugar pipes. Huh? Sugar walls and sugar pipes. It's the sugar for me. I was gonna (laughs) say I want to definitely agree with that. Like, cause you just you just don't know what you're about to get yourself into. And especially if you're about to get yourself in a relationship, you want to mm-hmm. make you want to know that that is about to be good. Like the fucking is about to be good. Excuse me, I cuss a lot. <laughs> but in my case, you definitely want to know if the dick is good. Like you, you want to know if the head is good, if the dick is good, if all, if all of that is good. Like, and if I find that out first, like. You know, if you if you talking on the same, you speaking on my same vibes, you 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 doing all of this this shit right, and I'm telling you, like, no, I'm dumb nasty. Like, not only do I suck dick from the back, but I also wear you know a yellow hanky, and sorry, that's my onyx, that's my onyx popping out. But I'm telling you all of these. Come on, my filter. Come on, Onyx. I know Onyx. If I'm telling you, but I know it. Hey, Onyx. Wild things. Hey, what's up, brothers? But if I'm telling you all of this shit, and if I'm if if I'm telling you all of this shit, like you know, I'm nasty as shit, real shit. I like my dick suck like this. I like to get fucked like this. I like to fuck like this. I like this and this. This is my kink and this is my fetish. And then. I wait until we decide that, you know, now it's time for a relationship. And then we finally do fuck. And your shit is weak. Your shit does not match up to my levels. I'm going to instantly be like, boy, get the fuck out of here. No, I don't got shit to say to you. No, because you lied to me. But she could have found that out. Since <laughs> she could have found that out if you would have fucked him, uh, if you would have just went on ahead and fucked him from Jump Street. He said every freaking night and every freaking day. Baby, because listen, Disney movies <laughs> are movies for a reason. That shit came out before you. If you want to make your own movie, do that. But keep them as cautionary tales. Fuck yeah. him first, and then find out if he's worth it. <laughs> so, can I ask for a... Is what you all are saying that it depends on the person and who that person is and how much sex matters to them because some people sex means a lot and if they wait and find out that you're not good it will be a problem but for some other people sex doesn't mean as much 
So if they wait and they find out, oh, you know what? It's not the the best I've ever had, but I like their personality. That's enough. Is that what you all are saying? Everybody sounds like you're kind of saying this, that. No, I don't know. Because uh, if the if the sex is bad, then you're placed in a completely different category. You can't be up there. You can't be so my you're dude. One of those, you're one of those people who can't be in a relationship if, if somebody's sex bad? giving bad sex. But some people yes. don't feel that way. For example, oh, yeah. I don't feel yeah, that yeah. way. Sex mm-hmm. isn't that big to me. I, the last time, and we're being uh, uh, oh, forced, right. Be candid. Um, have at it. Yeah. yeah. The last time that I engaged with a guy uh, physically was last year. Right before, right uh, last December. You know, after COVID and everything, it's been like, eh, I don't need to risk anything. So I don't, I'm not a big fan of that scene anyway. All of that to say, sex is not a make or break for me. But Blair, it sounds like it is for you. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, it definitely is. Like and you have a right to feel it, that it, way. Definitely. If I'm going to be with you, if I'm going to be with you, I'm a horny motherfucker, so I like to, you know, I like dick and ass, you know, like, but if it's not coming at me, if it's not reciprocated the way that I need it to be. <laughs> if it's not coming for him, y'all. If it's yeah, not if, it's, if, what if, if it's coming in you. If it's not coming in me the way that I need it to, coming in me and coming at me the way that I need it to, then you got to go. We can be friends. But Blair, you're wonderful. Anyway. No filter. But no I filter. agree, though, Blair. I totally agree, though. I really do. I agree with that. So, Blair, uh, so, Rezzy, you're another one who's like, if you wait for the sex and find out, you know what, it's not that great, you would want them to kick rocks. No, you know what? <laughs> no, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Because I feel like I feel like this. Some guys are teachable and some guys are willing to learn. But if you have the type of guy where his ego is like, yeah, I give the best dick and I give the best dick ever, but only in reality, you're only staying hard for two minutes. They're not teachable. So in that case, then yeah, you know what? This ain't going to work out because you have an ego that shouldn't be there when in reality, the sex game is not even there in the first place. However, if you're a guy, if you are a guy that's like, what can I do to please you the way that you want to be, be pleased, teach me, then of course, I'm going to be like, you know what, this may work. You know, we can, you know, I can tell you, if you, Lord, forgive me for being graphic. I'm sorry to my friends and family who made <laughs> do it. Do it, baby, do it, do it, do it. Do it. But, Go ahead. But, you know, I may be like, you know, the way you hit it, you're not really hitting the prostate. You really just, you gotta, you gotta, it's a certain way you gotta hit it and say to say. Teach me how to fuck. I don't give a fuck about how big your dick is, baby. If you're not, if you're not hitting that part, if you're not hit, if you're not hitting that 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 little sweet spot for me, no. Nah. And really, and really, to be honest, and really, to be honest, and I don't mean to put the top sore, the verse tops out on blast. But a lot of tops and verse tops, they're not really fucking to please the bottom. All they doing is just in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. No, that's not what. Do you know why though? Do you know why? Tell me why. Come on, Rockers. You better come on with it. Fans for me, it's Twitter for me. It's the Cash. What's his name? Cash the Narrows. And the America's Chinese. best bottom. And 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 what what's this dude I'll be watching all the time? It'd be interesting how he high mm-hmm. as fuck. I'm like, okay. 
uh, 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 yardies and the in the yardies. It's the yardies. It's okay, well, stop, stop, stop watching them and watch your bottom. Watch, watch exactly. how they respond to shit. In my, exactly, exactly. And Blair, that's you why you lick it before you stick it. That's it ain't even about left licking and shit. Yeah, it's not it's even not about even that. Licking about before sticking. The whole thing is this: as a top, your goal should be, as a top, your goal should be to please your bottom. It's not. One more time. One more time. You want me to say it? Hold on. Wait. Shouldn't it be mutual though? Shouldn't it be mutual? And that's spoken from a bottom. Exactly. As the top, your primary goal should be to please your bottom. Just like as a bottom, it's my goal. Yes, I am a verse bottom. I would say that proudly. Hello. But as a verse bottom, hello. As a verse bottom, it is my goal to make sure that my man, whoever that is, that I'm throwing this motherfucker back. I'm giving you something that you can feel. I'm meeting you halfway so you can meet me to hit my prostate, to massage my prostate, to give me all the feelings. So my whole thing is, yeah, uh, Kyle Laverne and um, whatever you said, them porn stars and whatnot. Yeah. Cash De Niro. I mean, Cash uh, fucking De De Niro. My whole thing is this. Yeah, it's porn, but at the same time, you have to understand with porn, they're not aiming to please. They're aiming to show off and say, yeah, I got this long stroke. Yeah, yeah, I can go two hours, although we didn't cut the camera off for about four times so I can get back up. But no, to me, it's a man. Wait, wait, you just fucked up the visual for me, Riz. Tell it, brother. So tell now it. when I be watching Twitter, I'm going to be like, oh, so they, this, how many texts are this? I'm okay. telling you. I'm telling you because why would you need so many takes? Oh, Talk I love to you It's kind of boring. Find out what you do like. Like if oh, no, like, no, no, I'm, not, out, I'm never gonna look at Twitter and OnlyFans the same ever. I'm no, you, not, you should. First off, you should never, ever, ever. Like if you want to find out like different shit. Like I mean, it, it's. I'm saying it's not unhealthy to find out. Like you know. Get into the strokes and shit of different porn stars, but find out which porn star your mate fucks with because they fuck with them for a reason. Like I love um, XL. Like XL is my favorite porn star, and I fuck with him because I'm burst. Sensual. He's sensual. Like if I say like I want, I, I, I like XL. That don't mean like I want you to fuck me like XL in the nasty. Exactly. exactly. No, I mean like look look at the shit that he does. Like he's sensual. Like I like that shit. Mm, so you like the licking on the nipples and the rubbing on the thighs and the rubbing on the booty and in baby, the- I'm a full honest man. We'll be a whole different. We'll be a whole different showcase talking about the shit that I like. But you know what's you know what though, but for me personally, I look at porn as like not necessarily something to be like, I gotta do exactly what they have to do type of thing. It's one of those, okay, I wanna you know, it's more so of like, okay, this is how you please so and so or oh, this is how you do whatever. To me, porn is just, just something that's like, oh, it's a storyline, they get it cracking, the end. You know what I'm saying? Because, and, and it's kind of funny you said Sale is your favorite porn star. Because her, I don't really have one, but lately, Lord, I'm telling all my, my freaky business. My friends going to be like, what the tell fuck? Tell it, tell it. Tell that shit. But me personally, I like Kyla LeBurn because of how, mm-hmm. because of how he actually makes love, but also he realizes like, no, this is a porn. I'm finna fuck, fuck some shit up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you know, and like I said, said before, at the end of the day, it's like it's a top's job to please the bottom. It's a bottom's job to please the top. It's like y'all have to oh. meet halfway. Mm-hmm. You have to meet halfway because basically, if you don't, 
is going to throw off the whole vibe. It's going to throw, 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 throw it off, in my opinion. And my whole thing is, I just don't want nobody just. No, no. Massage. That is the word for tonight. Massage. Period. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I got my pen. Hold on. Res. Take notes. Massage. Res, look at me. Look. Res. <laughs> says. Massage. Because I used to be that way, but I mean, you know, niggas nowadays, they be, you know what I mean? It's about the dick size and shit, you know what I mean? They be expecting motherfuckers to be like 12, 13, 15, and all the shit. I mean, shit is an ocean of motion, and sometimes we're... Okay, I'm sorry. And that's Next another subject. thing, too. Oh, okay, sorry, we switched. <laughs> no, and see, that, that's the thing that I'm saying, like, with me liking XO, it's not about the fact that he has his big, beautiful dick. Hey, XO, I hope you watch. But... It's about the fact that he's so fucking sensual. Like, XL is going to... He going to look at you in the eye. He going to eat your ass. He going to suck your dick. He going to finger you. He going he gonna to feed you the dick. He going to ride your dick. He, he going to do all of these things. And it's so sensual. Do that. Like, if I'm telling you, like, I fuck with XL like that, and then you fuck me like fucking Tiger Tyson... Or you just you watch one? That's a way back throwback. Wow, Tiger Tyson. Okay. (laughs) If you you doing if you doing these things, like I mean, I'm telling you, I like shit for a reason. Like I don't know. Just pay attention. Watch, watch, because I'm a mirror. I'm gonna throw some shit back. But if you're not giving me what I need, then if you're not giving me my Excel, then there's a Chino one. <laughs> or. Because I'm not going to lie. Out of the years that I've had sex, there's only been three guys out of the years, and I've been in the gay community for about 12 years now. 12 years, mm-hmm. yeah. Out of the years of me having sex from losing my virginity up to my grown-up days. There's only been three guys who I will say that I can say I've actually been pleasured by those guys. And then I can be like, that was the best. Oh, shit, you got three? Oh, you lucky. In my lifetime, there's only been three guys. Baby, you lucky with that three, because look, I said I just turned 30 a couple of days ago. Happy birthday. Happy belated. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah, that what? Happy birthday. birthday. So that makes you a score. We're going to bring this topic to a close, (laughs) y'all. All righty. So next, um, so we're going to be talking about uh, the homo's dawn of the day. You want to take that Mm -hmm. over? And I'm turning off the live. 